the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I am speaking with Matt Sharp of the Alliance Defending Freedom. And I want to remind you that a $100 donation is what the, that we're asking for. They they take a lot of these cases of religious freedom and freedom generally to the Supreme Court. And they they win most of the time. So there's this case now of this teacher. It's an elementary school, correct? Uh, there was, it's all grade levels uh, okay. in Loudoun County. But yeah, it was, uh, uh, all right, fine. Tanner was a PE teacher in an elementary school. That's I right. want to read something to you and to my audience from... NBC4 in Washington, D.C., the NBC TV station website. Many students and parents at Leesburg Elementary have expressed fear, hurt, and disappointment about coming to school, the school statement said. So I want, I want to say that again. Because a teacher would not use the preferred pronoun of a student that young claiming that they are the other sex. Many students and parents have expressed fear, hurt, and disappointment about coming to school. Do you believe that? I don't. And in fact, the trial court found otherwise, uh, that these families were actually quite supportive of Tanner and what he was asking for and standing for in that school board meeting. Yeah, I, I think the school is lying, or or they've stretched the word many uh, beyond its normative usage. Many sco- sco- parents are uh, are fearful and hurt and disappointed about coming to school <laughs> because this teacher just doesn't use that. How we're living in a, in a sick world. Anyway, you won the case thus far. Is that right? That's right. Uh, we got a, a great ruling saying that the school wrongfully suspended Tanner, that it looked like they were targeting his speech, his protected speech on these important policy matters. Uh, mm-hmm. But this and, is just uh, an injunction, right? There's going to be a full trial. That's right. So we are moving forward because... Like I said, the the school went ahead even after hearing comments from Tanner and many other parents and community members. They went ahead and adopted this policy. So now it's not just Tanner that it's at risk, but teachers throughout the school district that could find themselves being disciplined and punished when they decline to use inaccurate pronouns, when they want to stand for what is true and, and continue to show dignity and respect to students, but not to be forced to use inaccurate pronouns or to speak things that are simply false or that violate their beliefs 
I, I even wonder, when when does it even arise? If I'm a teacher, I talk to a student, I say you. You has no gender in English. So I, I, it's hard to even imagine when it would arise. No teacher talks about another student to other students, or, or rarely does, right? It's it's so interesting that it even arose. Yeah, it is, you know, and a lot of these teachers that we work with, they're willing to accommodate students, um, you know, to, to go by their preferred first name, nickname, whatever they want to go by. Um, but we actually have had some other cases where, you know, a teacher may be having a, a sort of a Socratic dialogue in class, and they may say, well, you know, one student talks and they ask someone else, well, what did you think about his comment or about Right, her okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, but that's pretty rare. Uh, so yeah. so I'm, I understand. So here's here's the story for people to understand, because it's this is so large, this issue, on so many grounds. So let's say there's a, a student, uh, and, and his name is, you know, I don't know. Give me, give me a, what is a contest? Sean, all right? Although that could be a girl's name, too. But all right, he's Sean. And then on, on Monday, he comes in. And and he's uh, you know Madison, <laughs> or whatever other m- common girl's name is used today, and and the teacher still says Sean, we've no, known Sean for five years. Uh, th- is that teacher is now fired? Is that correct? Yeah, under this policy, uh, the the school could take action against that teacher, saying you have targeted the student. You've you've used inaccurate names. You've you've uh, you know shown them hostility because of their gender identity. When the teacher, to your point, is saying, "No, I, I've always known this student as Sean." It could be a very innocuous thing, um, and yet the teacher can find themselves being punished for little things like this. So, how, how, who will the full trial be before? Um, so this will be before the uh, we're filing court there in Virginia, um, and so we're going to be moving forward there. We would actually hope we get a strong ruling before trial, perhaps, even just saying very clearly that any policy like this is unconstitutional, that it violates teachers' free speech rights, that it violates their religious rights if you're forcing them to say something they don't believe is true. Um, but we believe this is important because if the government can force this on a teacher, you can very easily see how this could spread out to the rest of society. Well, it is spreading uh, out. I, what if a kid, I know this, this will be mocked by the left, but I, I think it's a very fair uh, question. I, 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 right now, what I'm about to say will sound absurd, but let's just say a, a student said, uh, I don't want you to call me Sean anymore, but his eminence. And the teacher does, keeps calling him Sean, not his eminence. It, it, why is that different? Yeah, I think that's that's part of the concern that we've we've seen this uh, you know entirely new pronouns being invented. Um, we've seen, like you brought up earlier, you know, they and there that for an English teacher cringes when they hear someone say, call me they, and the teacher yes, says, no, you are a singular, right. right? That's right. And, and we've even heard some teachers say, how am I supposed to teach proper English if he, yes, he if they, they no are longer the, have Right, any, exactly. You know, well, listen, let me, let me make the appeal for you because it's really important. My friends, helping fighters is as important as fighting. Good people, 
either do nothing, fight, or help fighters. Please help the fighters. There's an ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, banner at DennisPrager.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Vaccine mandates are driving vaccine hesitancy. I've noticed a sharp shift upwards in the intensity of rhetoric in opposition to the anti-COVID vaccines from the grassroots since the Biden administration has started advocating various forms of government mandates. People don't like being pushed around, and some people respond to federal government mandates by doubling down on their vaccine hesitancy. The case against mandates is different from any possible case against voluntary vaccine usage. Conservatism has always made a very strong distinction between the state and the society. The state is top-down coercive power. Society is built upon many millions of individual and family decisions. I decided to get vaccinated. Not because the government told me to. My research led me to this decision. But no one should be forcing conservatives into groupthink for or against voluntary vaccinations. I'm Jerry Boyer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.